we're back. Um, so Jude just finished telling me that he got all new everything. And as we chatted on the last podcast, he was talking about getting everything in and was just waiting on the last piece, which was the processor. The cooler. Cooler, right. Yeah. So you're rocking just the other cooler right now? No, so actually I, I went to build it and then realized that the processor did not come with a cooler. Oh. Um, but, then they, <laughs> but then the cooler ended up coming like oh. several days early. So Wow, that's awesome. It worked out. It worked out. Um, build went relatively smoothly. I had one hiccup where I hadn't uh, installed, I hadn't like pressed the RAM in 100%. Oh. Yeah, it's a typical. It took me for forever to figure out what, what was going wrong. Kind of scary, right? Because like there's no feedback. It just kind of doesn't boot and you're just like, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Well, there's like there's like a couple LEDs on the motherboard that tell yeah. you like where they think the issue is, and it was like the issue was landing on uh, what like was it or something? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, yep. I don't know what. Oh no, no, actually, uh, I don't know. It was giving me like two different LEDs that basically made it seem like it was a graphics thing. Right. Right. Oh man. It's so scary. Oh. Yeah, but anyway, whatever. Ended up working out. Now That's it's awesome. running, running smoothly. Have, did your motherboard come with a little speaker like thing that you can plug into the like? Because I've been because none of my computers over the last like three builds came with one. But my computer that I built like ten years ago came with one. It's basically just like this little. Um, well, it's like this little speaker that just plugs into one of the headers on the motherboard where the, all the input-output stuff goes. And it's kind of nice because instead of having to go find those LEDs, it just beeps at you the amount of LED. Like, so you can debug what's happening with the speaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I think you, like those things, they're still a spot to plug that in yeah. for debugging. They don't come with them for some reason. They don't come with them. Yeah. So I've been rocking the same one for um, the past 10 years. <laughs> considering they're like, Super like considering how expensive motherboards are, and that that speaker probably costs like fifty cents for them. Yeah, they exactly. really should just include it. <laughs> oh, and but, yeah, it's and nobody's really gonna go out of the way to buy one unless you really had some issues. Yeah, um, totally. But no, that's that's pretty sweet, man. I'm super happy for you. You sent me pictures of the setup. It looks really clean. Um, yeah, I don't know. I like the like in my computer. You can see like. Quite a bit of things whereas yours it just looks like the graphics card and then that's pretty much it which is like super nice yeah um, yeah. yeah i want it to be nice and nice and clean so i have to ask um since getting this computer how is the relationship going is it still strong have things determined deteriorate to a point oh, yeah. where... <laughs> taking a little bit of a hit <laughs> um <laughs> no nah, i i mean i'm always gonna i'm always careful she, does she have like not sleep in that bedroom anymore because like you're always up until like 1 a.m. Just no, no, no. That's probably super loud. Uh, actually, this keyboard is really loud. Um, oh, mechanical keyboards, like man. A, yeah, it's it's one of these Razer ones that's like hella loud, but um, kind of satisfying. No, I'm, yeah, it is. It's super satisfying. I like the loud, clunky keyboards. Yeah. Kind of hard to type on at first, hey? Uh, yeah, at first you. You get used clips. and then once you get used to it, then you just can't go back to anything else yeah. pretty much. I've got like an ergonomic keyboard from Microsoft that I've had for I don't know, five, six years now. Mm -hmm. And I really want to get like a mechanical one, but there's just so many and like different types of switches you can get and all this kind of crap. It's just like, oh man. One of those analysis paralysis ones where you're just like, ah 
But Sorry, do you want the cherry brown or the cherry red? I, or like, the... I don't give a fuck. You know? <laughs> like, I have a couple like mechanical ones, just like older ones or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. But I like the way like my keyboard split in two by typing like this sort of thing. Right. Yeah, so, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, it's this thing. And so I don't know, but it's kind of acting up now. Like the zero button just kind of presses itself whenever it wants, so <laughs> it's not ideal. Right. Especially in programming when you're like trying to do fucking math and shit, and then. Yeah, like a bunch of extra zeros. Like, oh, that's why everything failed. Yeah, so. I still, I'm still using the mouse that you gave me like years ago. I gave you a mouse. Yeah. You gave me a, a razor. Oh it's my a, god, that is. I think it's a mamba. Yeah, it is. I was wondering where that fucking thing went. That's hilarious because <laughs> it's a nice mouse. It's a really nice mouse. Yeah, like I a... was really surprised when you gave it to me, but I don't know why I gave it to you. You had just like gotten a new mouse and. You'd had it just sitting around, and I was talking about mice, and you Damn. gave it to me. Well, <laughs> I was like, early, oh, uh, shit, that's your yeah. bachelor gift present, dude. I, yeah, man. I've been bought it for you a dude, long time ago. I knew it was. I've been rocking this mouse for so long. I don't think it like it. I it the Bluetooth part doesn't work anymore, or like, like the, the wireless? wireless bit. But um, I just have it wired. Fuck, and it's and, got like uh, the keypad on the side, doesn't it? Uh, no, it doesn't. Oh, it's okay. it's got. It's it's got like buttons for sensitivity right, on the side. Right. Oh, and it and it does have like a, I think it's like a go back and go forward nice. button or something. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad that you have it because I was like, I was like, how do these things just disappear? Uh, and you know, now that you say that, I do have some kind of recollection of, like, saying, Judy, you just have this one. I just got one. But um, yeah, awesome. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad that we found that. <laughs> I'm glad it's still working out for you all these days after all these years. That's right. I still got a similar mouse. Probably this is probably the one that I got um, way back in the day or whatever, um, mm -hmm. and it's still the one that I got, which is nice. But... Nice. Yeah, they they seem to last. Um, I actually did get uh, I got a I got a new keyboard and new mouse for when I got this uh, computer because I wanted everything to be white. Oh, I see. Because it's a white PC. Right. But Catherine really liked the new ones. <laughs> <laughs> So now they're hers. So I well I, the thing is is I already had this uh like I already had the um black mouse and black keyboard that, yeah. that I had before. Uh this like razor this really nice razor one and really nice razor mouse, right? Mm -hmm. Um but uh but she's been using those on with the like we have a standing desk in the in the living room. Right. Um and uh that's what she uses and she basically like She's kind of commandeered that area because she uses it way more. Right. Uh, so I didn't want to be like, okay, I'm taking all these things. Now you got to like replace them. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, fair enough. So I just got my own new stuff. And then <laughs> and she was like, oh, but it like fits my aesthetic. <laughs> she's, got a, <laughs> she's, she's got a Mac, right? Now she's like arguing about the color scheme. <laughs> and, exactly. And, uh, and but then it, I was like looking around and I was like, you know what, like, my I got a, my monitors black, my headphones are black or like these ones too. Yeah. Um, I have like my phones black, my my controllers black. Yeah, my, so all of a sudden you're looking at like I, I'm looking around I'm like you know what? Plus plus the ones that I had bought to replace them were not as nice as the old ones because I got like I just got like <clears> a I don't know they weren't they weren't quite as nice but they are white and they they look very clean and nice. I really like the. Um, okay, so first of all, actually, okay, bit of a tangent, but uh, actually, no, we're not going to do the tangent yet. Um, there's this guy that I follow <laughs> on Instagram. He's like a computer programmer, but he's also kind of like, I don't know, if you, influencer, if you will, or whatever. 
Mm-hmm. But he's all about that aesthetic. Like he's all black. Like everything in his house is basically black and white. Um, so it's right. kind of like hipster kind of thing. I'll just show you like a quick some peek of his Instagram or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he's always like the only thing that's not kind of black and white is um, like his sticker bombed laptop and then his mm-hmm. keyboard, which which is like a, one of these ducky keyboards or whatever. And it's mm-hmm. kind of got the aesthetic of like those, like you know the retro kind of colors where it's like kind of gray and like a blue and then like a pat like pastel colors i really yeah. like that so i think the next keyboard i'm gonna get is gonna be probably around those lines right um and ducky keyboards uh is like one of the better kind of mm-hmm. uh interesting ones oh there's some really cool ones this, this here um so i don't know i'll probably end up going with one of those but i'm just trying not to spend a bunch of money on stuff once my stuff already works you know totally yeah um, I- I'm trying to remember what the I had a one I had a keyboard before, prior to this Corsair Razer one that was a yeah I think it was a Corsair it was like one of the really it was a really nice keyboard it's all metal oh yeah mine's probably mine was a Corsair as well that's like the other one I have but it's massive it's got like an extra keypad on the side for like macros and games which is oh, kind of yeah. nice um but I don't know. I then I switched to the ergonomic ones, and I was like, "Oh, this is this is actually really like nice to just type on." Um, and now I think I'm going. I want to go back to like the. Oh yeah, I'll send you the picture of this. This is like pretty sweet looking. Um, nice and simple. Oh, and for our audience of Jesse, um, Jude just downloaded Discord, um, and so you should let us know if our video quality or voice quality rather um, is a lot better. How the fuck to do be I fair, open up Discord? To be fair, I also because I have the new setup, I also have like bettered everything. So like even like my Wi-Fi has been just so much better. Oh, uh, yes. Because I have like a full little Wi-Fi <laughs> antenna thing coming out of here. Nice. Oh, I seen that. Yeah, yeah. Netgear, probably. Uh, I don't know. It actually, it came with the motherboard actually. Oh, nice. Oh, wow, sweet. Um, I just sent you yeah. a Discord link to this keyboard. It's kind of like a nice looking one. It looks like those. Yeah. Uh, what is it called? Those drinks or those lollipops? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. These are like the screamers. No, um, cyclones. Oh. oh yeah, like like the ones you would get from like a like an gas ice cream truck or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or gas station. Same thing. Fuck yeah, yeah. I like the I like the look of that. The red and blue. It's just kind of like a like a not like a sharp color. You know, it's like a pastel almost. So it's like just like muted. I guess is what the word is. Yeah. Kind of like that. I still like a couple other ones better, but um, around that kind of color scheme, which is just like a little bit of action, which is nice. Mm-hmm. My my computer, I was going to try to do like an aesthetic thing. I was trying to argue whether I should go full like RGB, you know, like all those guys do. Um, mm-hmm. And then I was like, man, that's going to be a lot of money just to spend on something I'm probably never going to use. Um, and then I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to go straight for like the best quality. So like all my fans are like brown, like copper colored. Like they don't really match my white case, but... Like it kind of has its own, yeah. It's all it, it has its own kind of scheme going on now. So yeah, um, yeah, that, that is one annoying thing about Noctua is that they make them the ugliest fucking colors. That tan. Yeah, it's like what, what, what like what is this? Like you guys, like why <laughs> oh, can't there be a company that has just everything? You know, like you guys are yeah. you guys are ninety five percent there, and probably the simplest thing is just the color, and you guys know. I think yeah, if they if they just like made some black or like straight black or straight white or red stuff, yeah. 
Like, it's not hard. They make mm. the best stuff. Just make them those other colors. Or unless there's something about the material or, like, that color that helps with the thermals, which I doubt which very seriously. Which white would be the best one, you'd think. You'd think, yeah. Or, whatever. Um, or maybe you want black if it absorbs heat, because then it would take the heat out of everything else and push it Well, out. that's for, like, I don't know. I'm not... I imagine them yeah, all just like know. sitting around the desk, like the CEO and all these people, and they're just like, "Man, we are we almost have all of the audience. Like, what are we missing?" And someone's just like, "We gotta get some more fucking brown color in there, man." You're just like, "Yeah, that's that's exactly <laughs> guess, what we need." I guess it's like that's their brand, right? Yeah, that's everybody kinda, knows. Oh. That does identify them. That makes them different. But it's kind of like an unfortunate thing they have to identify themselves with. It's like, hey. Everybody will know us because we're the ugliest looking thing in the world, but we'll be the best at it. So, um, sorry. Any case. Um, so yeah, you had messaged me about doing a project of some sorts. Now that we have powerful computers, what kind of project were you thinking of? Another sort of, uh, machine learning based one or completely separated or. So, I I mean, I'm kind of, I'm kind of torn because like part of me wants to like make something for my research or like something mm. related that could actually be published or something that would be kind of cool to make a piece of software of some kind or some kind of hardware thing um part of me also wants to like make a game or something yeah or or I, like it would be cool to do like a game that has ai in it right i wonder so, like what what could you do? I, I mean, thinking... all, it's also like partially just for like learning. Like I I just feel like I need something to apply just to start. Yeah, yeah. And then and then also like I I kind of want to learn. Well, I feel like I should probably learn Python, but Python's also not the best language for making games, is it? Well, okay. So here's here's like the thing, right? Like a lot of people will get stuck in. Oh man, like I want to learn Python, but Python's not the best for games. Okay, so now I'm going to learn a language that I'm not really interested in. And then they start trying to learn that. And they're just like, well, why am I learning this? I'm not interested in it. And they just never get anything done. Um, so Python, right. you can totally make a game in. Um, and if it's like a simple enough game, you just make your own game engine, you know? Or or you would just like, like I'm sure there's a Python 2D or 3D, even if you want to go that far, game engine out there. Um, personally, I'm really into like the 2D aesthetics for games. Me too. Um, 3D, I'm shite at anything to do with like mostly art. Whereas pixel art, I can at least make grass look green. And just like mm-hmm. one little line. Um, so I'd vote a 2D. If we were going to do a game of some sorts, it would be probably like a 2D game. And I'm sure we could find a Python 2D library out there to do it. Um, now, Python's also one of my weaker languages. And it doesn't. I don't really have an application for it. However, at the same time, um, I'd like to still learn it. I actually do write some Python stuff just like for scripting and whatever, you know, like taking CSVs, exporting them to like different CSVs, doing a bunch of math or whatever. Right. Um, so I wouldn't be opposed to doing that. Um, the one thing that I would like to introduce, no matter what we're doing, uh, is like the whole scrum. I don't know if you ever heard of scrum, like agile development or whatever. Um, but I just yeah. finished a really good book, um, that I'd recommend anybody to read. Jesse, And, uh, it's called scrum doing half Doing twice the work in half the time. <laughs> doing half the work in yeah, twice the yeah. time. Um, and so I got a pretty good, like, I, and we do that with my, well, we try to do that with my work. Um, and my personal stuff is does that fully, and it makes a lot of sense. And then the uh, 
client stuff um, that you try to do it, but it's kind of like half-baked they work with these big clients that need like full quotes or whatever. So it doesn't quite work as well. But I think it would be an easy way for us to basically be like, hey, we are both like the product owner and Ooh. then the product owner makes up the backlog, which is basically every kind of item that you can think about that you would want to get this game to do or whatever project, right? So we just make tickets for all of them, right? And we flesh them out as much as we can. And then you work in sprints, which are like usually one to two weeks long. And you just say, okay. Uh, and then, so we would both act as the product owner. We'd both act as like the scrum master or whatever. And we'd both act as obviously the developers. It's a really small team of two people. And so then you say, okay, um, what is the what is the one that's going to give us the most amount of value first, right? Like, because at the end of the two weeks or one week sprint or whatever, you basically push that to live or whatever. And so you look at your backlog and you say, what is going to deliver the most value to the customer or the most value to, um, you know, whatever. And so it might just be like a couple simple items. And then you just say, okay, how long do we think these items are going to take? And you, you, you estimate them in like story points, which is just like, is this a small task, a medium task, or a big task? And you use the Fibonacci sequence to kind of do that. So one, two, three, five, eight, 13, 21, whatever. Um, and essentially it's just like, if it's like a 13, you know, it's going to be a massive task. If it's in that case, you might want to break it down into smaller ones or whatever. Um, and so anyway, you end up getting a, a sprint board, like sprint one would have like maybe five tickets in it. And the story points would be like one, two, 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 you know, five or something like that, right? And then you assign them out to each developer and you're expected to basically try and get those done by the end of the sprint. If you can't, then the, the unfinished ones go to the, the backlog. And then after like one or two sprints, you'll see how much velocity, how many story points you got done in the sprint before. And that gives you a good indication of how much work you're getting done per week. Um, and then at the end of that week or the end of the sprint, you have a retrospective meeting, which is just like, hey, what, what happened? Like, why didn't we get this finished? What could we be doing better? Um, doing all that. And your whole goal is to try to raise that velocity just like one step, you know, every sprint or whatever. Um, and it works really freaking well because, uh, you know, there's software that manages like the boards or whatever. Um, and so it, it's kind of like a nice little, uh, I don't know, it's just like an, uh, a really simple, easy to understand proper way of doing project management so that you're not like, you know, trying to deliver like that one product at the end of like six months of development and be like, hey, now we've got version one out. It's like, no, after sprint one, you basically have like a delivered thing. It might not be a completed game, it might not even be playable, might not do anything, but at least you got what you said you wanted to get done and you know how much time you can do for future stuff as well. Right. Um, so that'd be like the, the way that I would manage another project like this. Um, we kind of sort of did that um, with the AI stuff that we were doing. It just so happened that like all of our work was on one day and kind of like the sprint planning, if you will, was like a couple days before. We're just like, hey, what do we want to do next week? Oh, we want to do this? Mm -hmm. Okay, we think we can get this done in one day. Perfect, let's do this. Right. Um, so that's the way I would recommend we, we run it because I, I want to experiment a bit with that framework because mm -hmm. um, I really quite like it. I'm actually using it for even just like my personal life too. I, I have like a scrum board um, on Jira, which is the software that we use for it. And, uh, you know, I just, I just put like, okay, I got to get all the shit done personally. Like how much time do I think I can do? Blah, 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 blah. And now I know like, okay, if I need to get my laundry and do a bunch of this and grocery shop and all that stuff, I know that I can do it in like two or three days if I really go hard. Right. So I really quite like that, that style of it. And it kind of pushes you too, because you have like a little ticket that has your name on it that says, Hey, you know, we got to get this done. And so it's, it's a really neat way of, of just, um, I don't know, organizing work and, and trying to figure out what slows you down, essentially.
Right. So that was a lot cool. of talking. <laughs> no, no, yeah. Um, now, whether it's a game or an AI thing, so I like personally, I would love to just build anything with you. I always love that. Um, I love building new shit. Um, and then secondly, I think it would be really cool to get published in something, but I don't. I think the effort for that would be pretty big. Um, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Depends. It might. Yeah, it might actually not be. I, yeah, I'll actually. Yeah, there's a couple things. But I'm also into, very interested in making a game as well. Um, now, in either case, we have to determine what that is, <laughs> and then go from there. Uh, and yeah. maybe this podcast for the next like little bit will just turn into like a little bit of like a like a brainstorming, you know, just like a planning and be like, hey, we got this done. Maybe it'll turn into like a developer log, you know? Yeah, be totally. Cool. There's only an audience of one, really, so it doesn't really matter what we do. We do whatever the fuck we want. We got no rules. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean... Buy us out for a couple hundred million dollars. And mm-hmm. A lot of potential here. That's right. That's right. Hey, Spotify. Yeah. Sponsored by um, Spotify, actually. Mm-hmm. Just got an email from them. They're listening to us right now. That's right. And Apple Music. We got and, sponsors for yeah, both. Exactly. And they're just competing. They send us bigger offers every week, actually. That's right. Yeah. I'm retiring at the end of the weekend. But, uh, yeah. Um, well, don't say that. Oh, right, 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 right. Well, no, I'll retire unless Apple pays me more or Spotify. Uh, they can pay me more, too. We'll become exclusive. Right. <laughs> I was like, Joe Rogan was all like, uh, only on Spotify, but like all of his shit's still being posted to YouTube. After. Yeah, I know. It's just like, what the hell? Yeah, I know. It's so funny. Um, and uh, sorry, and um, we can totally stay on this, but the other thing I thought we should talk about is just like just gaming together as well. Oh, yes, <laughs> so um, we should do that. Okay, well, maybe let's get some inspiration, you know, and we'll come back to the project. That's right, okay. that's right. <laughs> um, take the best things from what, or uh, and, and also, the most I, value. <laughs> yeah, but we could also like stream that too if you want. Yeah, that's what that's what I was kind of thinking. Um, like so, okay. So there's a couple of games that I mentioned to you. Uh, one was Valheim. One was yep. Deep Rock Galactic, um, and then a couple other ones, Destiny and Diablo, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I love all those games. Deep Rock Galactic is like a very lightweight, like simple to kind of get into. Um, you have enough cord there. Waiting for Jude. Perfect. Uh, oh, my dog needed yeah. to be free from the room. Oh, good. I stop talking while you're up um so i would think that one's a pretty fun one it's also going to be like a simple-ish one to stream um and you can do up to four people so um you know it's not like we'd have to find a giant people to like make something work we we could just do it by ourselves if we want to um so i'd vote that one for like the first game i think it's somewhat cheap to get into because it's like an indie game i can't remember what the price was yeah, i think it's like 25 bucks or something yeah whereas like the uh Valheim. Oh, Valheim is actually indie as well. I think that's probably. Yeah, Valheim. I think Valheim's also twenty five bucks. Yeah. So <laughs> okay. I, so I think it's still technically early access too. The the differences between those games. Um. So. Yeah. Okay. So, so the pros and cons basically. Pros for Deep Rock Galactic is like you can play by yourself. It's kind of boring. Um. It is really fun when you have like a full party because then things just kind of go faster or whatever. Right. Um. But. And, and you, you can play, like, you can just go online and jump in somebody else's party and just play with them or whatever. Um, it's mm. also got, like, a really easy, like, progression system, like, experience-wise, you get levels and all that kind of stuff. Um, and it's just kind of funny to play. Um, right. There really isn't any cons, necessarily. Like, the, maybe the gameplay might get a little bit repetitive, um, but it's kind of neat and fresh. It'd be something you could you'd play for a while. Uh, Valheim is a bit of a 
more negative game i would say like if you got like a bunch of friends to play it it's like one of the best experiences ever because you're basically like i was playing with me uh my buddy jesse his brother ben my brother nick uh a couple of nick's friends a couple of my friends because you could do up to like as many people as you want essentially and we were all just basically trying to fuck around and build stuff it's very much a survival uh game where um there's like bosses you have to try and kill and those bosses once you kill them give you like equipment that helps you do the world better um right. and so it's very much like a minecraft kind of like crafting survival kind of game where you go and you try to get out to different areas uh and the building is actually really fun as well so you can build some really cool stuff um it's pretty challenging um the progression system is pretty slow and then the biggest downside is that um either like i have to host the like somebody has to host the world or whatever so it's like you can really only play on our world if my computer is actively running that that game server uh, right. once it's down uh you know you'd have to basically start your own world um you can bring your character to different worlds it's not like you lose all your progress but it's kind of annoying because it's like ah. Uh, um and if you do have that big group of friends like like one night i went to bed after 12 hours of playing but like two of the three of the guys kept playing for like five six more hours so like i logged back in the next day and it was just like the whole that was like oh man you guys are so far ahead now so it's, it's like one of those things where you'd basically only be able to play if it like when everybody decides hey let's play this game or whatever um so i don't know what game you'd prefer more um personally the deep rock galactic you can jump on and play for like an hour or two hours and you can feel like you've accomplished something whereas valheim it's like you gotta actually put some time in to like get some shit done. right yeah yeah um, yeah i'd say I, I think deep rock galactic is the best for now or at least for to start now one um, game i will all right oh, mention. okay yep. uh you might have heard of it but it's called factorio oh yeah i and have that game has multiplayer now uh um, oh, and like like personally okay so i'm gonna recommend this game is not a multiplayer game i would play with it for sure but if you want to like end your relationship and lose like <laughs> multiple days <laughs> download that game it is probably one of the best games ever um it, uh, it and as, as a I, programmer like it's very fun because like basically what you're building is just like you well you're a fucking electrical engineer so it's yeah isn't it's it just guy. like isn't it just like micro like managing to the max yeah but like yeah but the factory has to grow dude <laughs> factory must grow i know I know that it's the type of game that yeah if I if I got into it I I just like lose my my uh, consciousness like it, yeah, it's, um, yeah it's it's terrible. you just become the operator <laughs> yeah go to sleep and you see belts just running you're like what the hell <laughs> um so that that's a fun game too we could get into that um but I feel like okay with that game though like isn't isn't it like like it's there's a learning curve and it's like a you're basically because you're okay here's here's the way i think of it because it's so like mechanistic in operation and uh and like you think about things and you think about expanding and growing and building and um wouldn't it be isn't that basically working on a project that just has no yeah. fruition yeah exactly like like the way i equated to it like i, I played like 50 hours like a weekend once um and i was just like and then i went to work the next day and i was like I, I just I just worked for free for like the past two days like yeah. building this fucking system, but it's fucking fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like super satisfying work. Yeah. It, it was so interesting because like when I started playing it, I was like, oh, this is interesting, like trying to figure out how it works. And like the the the, the beginning when you're new is like really fun because like like when you look at someone's base like on Reddit or whatever, 
like it's almost gets so overwhelming because you have no idea what's going on but when you first start like everything makes sense to you so like you start building a spaghetti factory that just kind of grows um and it does exactly what you need it because that's what you build it like and that's the exact same thing as programming um and there's even like little like like for example you might build a small little section of your factory that does like one thing really well that's basically just like a function in programming right and so like, right. the way i started to look at it was just like coding essentially so it's like even though it was a game i was just like oh i'm gonna build this as if it was like you know object oriented or whatever and so it's like oh i can copy paste this and da, da, da. so it was uh pretty fun to me and and like, I, like that's a weird thing about um games like that is is it's so close to what i'm doing at work but for some reason because it's in a game format i just love like playing it you know like it's like it's not like it's any more or less rewarding i guess it is but like maybe the the loop the reward loop is a little tighter yeah yeah or guaranteed is. maybe yeah well and there's also like non like like there's these bugs that like you know because you're polluting the world or whatever when you build these factories so like they get pissed off you and they come and kill you so there is that mm -hmm, where you just mm -hmm. like kill bugs for some of it but um that's a fun game but it's a, right. it's a bit of a it's not one of those ones you can pick up and put down in for an hour you I mean you totally could but the chances of you actually doing that are really low um it's always two or three or four hours have passed and you're just like what the fuck i feel like it's also one of the ones oh i i, I can't say for sure but that you might drop 20 hours but uh and and then once you're once you're done playing for that 20 hours you're not fulfilled you want to keep going like yeah the the drive drives like it's not like once you're done playing for the day you're like no mm, that you're was never fun done. you're like i need to go back yeah yeah it's like one of those ones it's, where it's just like it's just a it's a drug which it's is why a, like i like for me it's like i know that if i opened it up and started playing i would absolutely love it but like my, my subconscious is basically just poison and be like, no, we don't play yeah. that game, you know? Like we're locking that away because, um, then every once in a while, you know, pick it up and then a weekend will just be gone. Like it's, it's crazy how time can fly like that relative when you're in a game like that. Or RimWorld would be another good single player game. That yep. one's fun, um, as hell. Like, um, so those and those would be like my top games ever. Would be RimWorld, Factor, Factorio. Um, and then even like Deep Rock Galactic and those ones, I wouldn't say those are top games, but they're still really fun. Those ones are good co-op ones. So yeah, yeah, I would say Deep Rock Galactic would be a one that we can pick up, play for a couple hours, and be like, hey, I gotta go, and you're not really feeling like you're missing out or whatever. Right. Um, yeah. My 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 sort of rule is that I should not play games that can't be beaten, um, alone. <laughs> I see. <laughs> but I yeah. feel like with these multiplayer ones, um, because you and I actually have to find time to play yeah. them together, it then it's like, okay, box. there is a there's a limiting factor on it already. I can't just like yeah, no, jump in. For sure. And that's actually something that I am really looking like it sounds kind of nerdy to say this, but like man, I have gone out so much the past, like over the past year or whatever, you know, like drinking and doing this and that. And it's so expensive whereas like I bought this game like 4 or 5 months ago for $25 and like I've played probably 50 hours of it already. It's like that game owes me nothing and it costs me nothing and I can have a fun weekend doing that, you know. Uh, yeah so i mean so far so far you've gotten 50 cents an hour out of it that's yeah, pretty so good that's, i mean that's... and if you the more you play it the, the better the price <laughs> yeah, unfortunately it'll never start paying me actually unless i start streaming unless we start streaming right. and then all of a sudden boom that would be something that i really want to get into as well as like more of the streaming aspect um mm -hmm. i think i don't know especially like with you and then there's a couple other people too where it's just like i wanted to almost stream just because it's so fucking funny but yeah. i feel like it's only funny to us <laughs> so i don't know but maybe um, could be yeah i don't know 
I just know that, like, when, oh man, that Valheim game, there was some, (laughs) just some funny moments. Like, you you can get these carts or whatever, so that you can bring them out to, like, a mining section. So it was like, okay, so it was like me, and, like, we put together, like, a team of, like, six dudes, because there's, like, 12 of us playing. We're like, okay, it's me, Nick, and a few other people. And we're going to, like, bring this cart all the way up to, like, this rock, um, and we're just going to mine it. And it takes, like, a while to mine. That's why we want a bunch of people to come with us. We, like, mined it, and every time you get. You mine it, you pick up like a big stone and you have to bring it to the cart and drop it in there, whatever. And so like we did all that. It took us like an hour to mine this fucking thing. And then it was all six of us trying to get this cart back fucking home. But it was so heavy and like, so it's really good physics in that game. We were like trying to all push this fucking cart like up this hill. And then like this giant fucking troll like comes by and starts like fucking everything up. And so we're just like freaking out. And the cart flips over and we can't flip it. It was just like a total, like a three or hour ordeal. And like my buddies are just like, where the fuck did you guys go? Like, like, man. You don't even know, man. Like, <laughs> that, was, that was really fun. Nice. Um, but, yeah. No, I'm down to play DRG. Um, I might even be able to play this weekend. Um, I do have to get try to finish packing up my shit, but after that, I am uh, pretty good. I'm supposed to do something Saturday, but I don't know. I, I can play this weekend if you want to. Sure. Maybe tonight, even. Maybe. Maybe. It's hard, maybe. Hard, maybe. Yeah. Um... Yeah, what kind of game would you like to make? I would. So when it comes to two D, I mean, I basically I'd like to make two D. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't really have much interest in three D. That being said, I do like um, games that have weird. Uh, I feel like if you're making a two D game, you have to have some kind of cool mechanic involved. Right. right. Yeah. Um, to differentiate yourself, it's got to be you got to have some kind of unique thing. Yeah, not just like a platform. Because um, there's so many two D games. Yeah. Um, and probably one, like one of my favorite games ever is that is Fez. Right. I don't know if you ever played flipping Fez, where it's like over. flipping the world around. Um, so it would be cool to have some kind of uh, mechanic that I I kind of like the idea of maybe like switching from side view to top view or something like that. Because um, yeah. I really like both those styles, like platformer, right. but also I really like Link to the Past is like my favorite game ever or one right. of them. Yeah, that's an interesting one. Um, Just trying to... uh, and then, to me, like, when it comes to importance of features in a game, it's like movement needs to, is, like, one of the most important, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, a good example of that would be, like, I don't know if you ever played Fancy Pants Adventure yeah. on, just, like, online. The movement in that game was, like, addictive itself. Mm-hmm. Like, or just moving Z the character game? around. Or Z, yeah, those those games where it's like the fluid. movement actually is, yeah, it's super fluid, um, and is almost like the best part of the game. So that would be something that I would invest a lot of time into. Would be like making it feel really yeah. good. You ever played Dead Cells? Is that the game? Yeah, yeah. Dead Cells is that's, good. That's got a good movement mechanic in there. Dead Cells got great movement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that would be, and, and then like level design, obviously, is like the to me is like the most important needs to have exploration and um, would you want to build like a like a kind of a zelda based thing where like the questing the storyline matters or is it more of like a roguelike where you're just trying to do things and then like so okay i would say zelda like i feel like the story doesn't really necessarily matter in zelda (laughs) <laughs> right, but it does have like these. I guess. I guess. Okay, I guess that's a bad example. 
Because, like, there's no real dialogue. It's just like, hey, go kill this fucking thing, and you gotta get a sword. And then you just end up, you just basically end up forcing yourself to do the quest, essentially. Yeah, that, I like that style. I like having a world, and you just go. Okay, interesting. I'd be down to make something like that. Like, obviously, that's huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> At first, it, yeah, it's definitely just gonna, like, just start as, like, a hobby, learning hobby. Kind I wonder if there could be like an online mechanic, like a co-op version of that. You know? Totally, yeah. that would be sick. Actually, or or uh, yeah, actually, uh, maybe not necessarily even like you got to meet up with somebody, but part of uh, okay. Now I'm thinking like procedurally generated world. That's just a giant. You know how um, you know how oh, what was that game? Oh, No Man's Sky was initially. Mm. It was just like this giant world and like everybody's in the same world but and you're never gonna come across each other but but you're technically in the same world technically it's like you could possibly doing that except not not making it impossible to come across people what what if the mechanic was like you both start like far away in a procedurally generated world the goal is to like get together and then you unlock like the boss or like something like that, you know? That'd be where cool. Like, where it's like, okay, yeah. I have to survive, and we both have like different things, and like the weapons and the items you get along the way could be totally so like, so it's kind of like a roguelike, where it's like like a Hades where you your build kind of changes, but mm-hmm. it's kind of like a co-op Hades where like you both start and you're trying to battle all your way, and then you have to both get to the end, and then once you do that, then it's like, okay, now you guys are together for the first time. And then secret mechanic, you could kill each other, or you could okay, share well, the win. <laughs> what What if the other person is just shit though? What if they're just like, don't move for an then hour? Then we or just something? like shame that person like hard on the screen and be like, this guy fucking sucks. Like you should get a different partner. Like, hmm. No, I, I like that like party system or like. Or you could like... go over to his world and and save him. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. <laughs> All right, yeah. Have you ever played Terraria? Uh, briefly. It's not like a game that you, um, like, kind of like that, where there's not really like the only quest per se is just to progress. Um, there's a lot yeah. more base building or whatever, but you essentially just start with nothing, and then you just like you, you know, just start finding new shit out. Um, yeah, I think actually, <laughs> I think actually, like I am not a, I don't think I would like a procedurally generated. Yeah. Um. I like having all the control to like design everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do, or or I guess you can have like partially procedurally. Yeah, generated. you can still have like a framework that you use, and then like mm-hmm. aspects of that could be that. But it would probably be a lot easier to like do it manually at first, anyway. Yeah, that's when you get into like a lot of like the heavy math related stuff, where it's just like, it's like how do you procedurally generate it? Well, you have to get into like noise functions of just like. Like, how do you know what the thing next to you is? And so you, and like, especially when you want to like shape like a mountain or whatever, it's like, fuck, how do you even think about that? You know? Yeah. 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 No, no. I, There's I definitely think, um, ways of doing it. Yeah. I think we would probably just, that would be something way down the road if, yeah. <laughs> if we're getting to something that's, that's looking cool. Um, I think like at first it would just be like, we need to get a character moving yeah. in an environment. And this is something that I struggle with as well. Um, and it's mostly just not being on like a team, I guess. But let's say, how would you split that work up into more than one person's 
and a gig, you know? It's like, right. we could both just try to get a character moving, and then if we both just deliver it, well, it's like we both just worked on one thing. Um, so it's like, okay, maybe somebody figures out how to make, you know, the map work or whatever, and then, but it's kind of difficult without the engine, I guess. Or maybe, maybe not, like, I don't know. Like, Yeah, I think it's it's one of those things where, like, certain aspects we need to work on together at the same time certain things yeah, actually that's how like, it works. like uh, and we can even like stream bits or or like uh i can write music for parts Ooh, right be... like um yeah, like i think i can... think what you would do is you decide on okay so first of all like the engine for example okay we need physics okay so we both try and figure out the best way of doing physics we figure out what we want <clears throat> and then like one person would just like add physics to the to the game engine or whatever yeah and, and then but before you you just go and do that you would also plan out like the next thing okay what, what are you gonna work on okay well we want like we want like things to be collisionable or whatever it's like okay so what does that system look like we define that system out as much as we can okay now i'm gonna go work on the physics and i know what the i know what the the ground is gonna expect so we can kind of work off of each other or whatever Right. Um, I don't know if that's like a. Pro I guess it would just be like, you know, even if we got to the point where we we're actually doing that, it would be exciting because it'd be like, hey, now we're gonna try to learn how to build a, a project like that. Mm -hmm. um, but maybe it is just like you said, okay, one person does music and the other person does, you know, the first initial stages or whatever. Um, yeah, I think really at the at first it's just gonna be kind of working together. I th I think if we get to the point where we're like splitting up tasks, um, like we probably don't have to worry about that yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, fair <laughs> point. Oh, see now I'm all excited about Python game engine and stuff. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, yeah, and we can also. I mean, we should we should just like talk about uh, games that are similar and mechanics that we like, and things that we can build off of. I really like the idea of having like multiple worlds. Um, yeah. I really like different biomes and different like. I think actually NPCs is like a big. Um, I, I I did you ever play Hollow Knight? No. No. So like an awesome met. It's probably like the best Metroidvania to date. Right. I've heard I've heard um, really good things about it. I just never played it myself. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, I guess that's what the, the final <laughs> the final thing is. Art is like the big um, problem for us. Yeah. You know what, I think, and, and I could be totally wrong, but just on the engine side of things, like unless you're really sold on trying to learn Python, um, yeah, I think it would probably just be better to do it in Unity and then use yeah. C Sharp. Um, right. Because you still get a lot of control, but I think it, it would be the easiest way to like, like first of all, publish it, you know, um, if it ever got finished or just like, because I think, I think that skill would be more, would pay off more than uh, anything else. And I think, if you learn C sharp, then you would learn also basically how to do Python as well. Um, so I would say we vote try to do that because it's probably a more right. applicable skill. Unless you really want to try and do something in Python, because I'm totally down to do that as well. Um, no, I'm I'm I, you know what that I I think that makes sense. I think maybe we should do a separate project in Python that's not game related. Yeah. Well, that would be more of like AI, I guess. Maybe we could like yeah. Maybe that's the yeah or 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 project related. So yeah. Um, like, or sorry, like work project work related. Yeah, that'd be fun. So I could think of uh, something like that, but that can be a separate thing. That'd be sweet. I'd love to just get like that. Would be such a cool thing to just be like, oh, I got a little thing published. I'd be like, dope. 
Yeah, man. Wrote one line of code. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, there's, uh, there's this um. Actually, never mind. I, I, I'll talk to I'll talk to you about it afterwards. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like biomes, NPCs. What about the NPCs? Do you like? Um, not necessarily. Just like, I, okay. So I I am not one for just like reading a bunch of text. Yeah, neither am I. Fuck I that. kind of hate that. What I do like is having NPCs that you can interact with in terms of like getting stuff from, right. or or being related to quests. Or being related to just having character in the world, because I think mm -hmm. that's what Hollow Knight did really well. Is they just had some like, they they actually had very few P NPCs, right? But they're impactful. But they were impactful. What I do, what I kind of like more is just like having little characters you walk by and have like a thing that kind of like, have like a thought bubble pop up. Oh yeah. That, like they say something dumb or funny as you walk by them. Like it's almost more for humor's sake than for right. Um. I don't know. I, what about what about fun. if we could find a mechanic where like um like there is a storyline or whatever, but one of the things that you said that you really liked um just in general was like when you're when you're not really supposed to find something but then you find it, you know? Yeah. Like like what if one of those humor bubbles like shows up like once and if you just happen to read it, it's like, "Oh man, I heard if you went this way then you could go and find a different thing." And it's just like that whole thing is just like hidden and then you'd never see it, you know. Like I love like Easter egg kind of stuff. Definitely. Actually, um, I think like Mario games did that really well. Where, like exposition wise, they never speak pretty much ever, except right. every once in a while you might walk by like a little like thing that says something like that. Mm -hmm. um, and Zelda was actually kind of like that too. Although Zelda also has like dumb, you know, storylines in yeah. the background, but that don't matter to me. Like I, <laughs> yeah, I kind of like when I'm thinking of like like oh like the very first Zelda. Mm -hmm. Um, the dude that made it, uh, like he wanted to base it around like exploring caves around his house, right? Right. So he just like gave you this world to just randomly explore. Right. You just have. I really like that. Through it, yeah. And I like, and I, that's actually what made Breath of the Wild so good too. Is you basically go into this world with nothing, and you can explore in like every direction, and there's always, and you basically just populate it with tons of shit mm -hmm. to do. That could be cool. I was thinking maybe like well, a 2D. Shit to find, basically. You do like some 2D, like Breath of the Wild mechanics, you know, where it's like you could pause time or you could pause like an object. Like, you know, it's kind of like one of those mechanics where it's like you could just, like the game doesn't really change, but it's just what you do with it would. But right. it'd be interesting. Some complicated physics. Yeah. Be real um, freaky. Yeah. I also, so. I don't know, this is probably like out of the scope, but I really like the idea of making like a 2D Super Mario Galaxy style mm. um, where like you have a changing frame of reference. Right. Um, and it would be like a side scroller style, but yeah. like that you could. I, I don't know how, how you'd even do like. I don't know how you do controls for that. I guess you could make it so that the like the actual like the whole thing tilts with you as you like walk never, over a planet or something i think i've seen i remember seeing parts of it but i never played it but like in introducing gravity have like right. a f like like fake gravity basically with items so you can like walk around mm. um an object damn that could be like a later thing in the game it's like you got okay like that's just always there yeah just have like a space to, biome yeah but you have to 
get the items to do that kind of shit too well yeah gravity boots yeah see that's always a fun thing too it's just like man what what is this like there's a whole other thing around here but i just can't do it yet she's like weird and then you know you get halfway through the game like wow i can finally go back and do this shit like pokemon style almost okay okay actually yeah okay so i really like i really like equip equipment yeah me too so like having i and not making it super varied but like like um fucking uh uh ocarina of time right yeah. there was different boots that gave you different abilities that's perfect that kind of shit where yeah, it's like shields boots shield boots sword or something like just like three things <clears throat> yeah and then we can get super creative with the different types of those things and those are um, like way easy to like just be like okay what what kind of shield do we want okay let's say this monster just needs this kind of shit like you know it's like oh like a pushback shield or something like that you know it's yeah. like it's like easy to like make things that scale with that model mm-hmm I think I, I'm not a huge fan of shields <laughs> in shields. general. Um, I prefer having like a dodge mechanic than having a shield. Oh yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. You could have like, like crouch and then like crouch. I mean, even if you just like crouch or whatever, and then enemies can hit you at like two levels, either your feet or your oh, head. Yeah. And then you have to jump or you have to crouch. That'd be kind of interesting. You can take the, yeah, the verticality, uh. What mm-hmm. games did that? Kind of like Mario. Uh, did Mario do that? Well, because oh. you could crouch down and then things could go over you if you were the short Right, player. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true, that's true. Um, there's a couple games, actually, that uh, that do that. Uh, well, I mean, there's obviously like Dark Souls or whatever. You can swing under stuff, but... Yeah, but where, where there's, like a, there's like an upper mechanic and a lower mechanic. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I like... I like Dark Souls, like, dodge roll. <laughs> yeah, me too. It's kind of more skill-based. Yeah, I like that. Uh, that's another, like, movement-based, oh, um, right? what was that, that big platformer game that came out, like, a year or two ago? Cup, Cuphead? Oh, Cuphead, yeah. Something like that, where you, like, crouch and shoot and jump and shoot. Yep. Yeah. Cuphead was good, but, f- oh my gosh, it's so hard. <laughs> did you ever play it? Uh, yeah, I did. I never beat it, though. No, I didn't either. It's actually one of the few games that I didn't beat out of difficulty. Uh, like, like I usually, I usually really like hard mm-hmm. games, but it's like after a while, I was like, man, I don't want to fight this boss again. Yeah, you're <laughs> like, just like, man, like you basically have to become a pro gamer to play to beat that game. You're just like, so I really want to put the time in to like do that. Like, they didn't give you alternate routes. Like, it was just like you no, have so you to beat this to boss if you want to move on. Yeah, and it's like, well. I don't want to. This yeah. is not fun. Come back and it's um, like work. You're like fuck. Yeah, exactly. I no, yeah, exactly. I liked um. I liked Maple Story the way like you could yeah, go yeah. anywhere right from the very beginning. I but do love the, that game too. What defines what defines your ability to go somewhere is your ability to not die. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I I actually um, really would be interested in in a game somewhat like that where it's like, um. Yeah, like it's just it's kind of open world. Like maybe maybe we could close it more off. You know, it's like, well, and in that one too, you kind of start in different areas depending on where your class is, right? That's kind of a fun little thing too. Yeah, true. Actually, I like the yeah. There was the like the stealth thing where you could like just make yourself impervious, mm. but you can't fight until you come back. Yeah, which was cool for um, exploration. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because like you could go see stuff that no one else could mm-hmm. at your level yeah. because. You can just become invincible, or you just become like a shadow or whatever. 
I remember getting like little waves of like adrenaline when you like you hop on like a rope and you know you're just like above like these fucking monsters yeah. and hit kill you. You're just like, oh man. But I'm you just want to see them. You yeah, just want to see yeah. some like crazy fucking monsters. Because well, way back before like there was all the wikis. Well, I mean there was always wikis, but unless you like looked them up, you it's just like you just heard like, oh man, there's like a Balrog like way over here. Like what? Like, I want to see this thing. It's just, yeah, dude, you want to see it. You like you know that you're not gonna be able to fight it forever. Yeah. Maybe ever. You just want to see it. Wants, or, uh, yeah, that's right. And it will one shot kill you. And you have to guess. So, that's another thing. Depth, man. Yeah. I love depth. Actually, did you ever. So, <laughs> there's a lot of mechanics that are. Uh, I, I guess I, I really liked the age of like online, um, just like flash games because yeah. people distilled these like mechanics into just like one small hmm. um, thing. But, do you ever play Motherload? Oh, yeah. Motherload, man, that game was fucking fun. That game had an awesome sense of depth. Whereas like you're going deeper every time, yeah. right? And you're getting better and going it's deeper. The devil. And the, and you don't and you don't realize that they're actually yeah, like like I didn't realize that there was an end. Oh, like, I yeah. just thought it went forever, basically. Yeah. Um and that like background, like you eventually just get to hell and like end up having yeah. to like kill Fight the devil. The, the Man. Dude, yeah. That, that is one, so I also cool. love um similarly to that where like you're upgrading your thing, like that tanks game <laughs> that we used to play. Oh yeah, that game was pretty fun. That game was like, great. It was like, hey, I'm just gonna upgrade all my armor, and like you just become invincible, or yeah. you just go straight for the weapons and guns and try to kill everybody before they're too strong. Yeah, that game was like glitchy as fuck, but oh, yeah. really good. I remember uh, that playing that on that old CRT monitor upstairs, my brother's bedroom, with that fucking <laughs> shitty thing. Played that game for like hours. Oh man, you would always like win because you would just go hard up on the fucking armor. Like you just knew right how to exploit things that like nobody else would think to think about. They did have like a like with the armors, they kind of fucked up something. I don't know. I, I, to be honest, I think it started out less glitchy than it was. Like, yeah, like I think it worse. got glitchier with time, yeah, which is weird. That's how program works, man. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. you add more features. Ah, okay, there's a bug here. Well, we're not gonna fix that one. Next thing yeah. you know, if the game's broken. Yeah, the other one that was kind of like that was that Bowman game where you just like shot oh, arrows yeah. at each other. Oh, man. That one was not glitchy. That one worked really well. Yeah, that was such fun. Uh, Worms was like that as well. Worms is very yeah. similar. They yeah, actually Worms made that to like a full game. Yeah, that's like turn-based shooting at each other style. So basically what we have to do is incorporate biomes, NPCs that are few but impactful, some 2D Breath of the Wild mechanics, <laughs> equipment with gravity boots, no shields, some swords with a lot of depth, upgrades, and worms. <laughs> All right. No, no, we're not worms. Fuck that. I do not want turn-based anything. <laughs> oh no, I just meant like we could just have worms. It's like you know. Oh, just maybe, have maybe some worms. Maybe the character is yeah, yeah. a worm. <laughs> All right, I like that. Yeah. And you're in. You're you're like okay. You're 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 like a a worm that gets ingested, and your goal is to dig deeper into this person's body, and you need gravity boots to jump up around the intestines. And yeah, <laughs> so like, I yeah, themed worlds kind of like, um, like Super Mario 3, yeah, where it's like you go to like Biggie World or whatever. Like, I loved that. As Mario's always done that, but having themed worlds, and then yeah, sound design is going to be a, a very so important. cool. I, I love that stuff, you're be good at um, it too. Yeah, I'll get some like sick plugins. Yeah. Get like some sound effects for like all the weapons and stuff. Like just like weird yeah. ones too. Like shoot like a, a bow and just like a dink. 
<laughs> yeah. It'd be cool like incorporate sound more somehow, you know? Like maybe have like a Ocarina of Time mechanic where it's like you have to actually like play the guitar. Maybe your your weapon is the guitar and you pick up different like guitars. Ooh. You know, that could be like the set of a sword. That'd be cool. Yeah. And like the whole okay, so here's the thing. So you know you use your arrow keys to move, but then your left hand controls like I don't know, like W, A, S, and D. And then like W is always like a G chord. A is always like a C, you know, this. And then you could press shift to like put it. Then you have to get like the mechanic is like playing like music. And like only if you do like a proper chord is like when, the uh, you know, then you get to like that whole like Street Fighter kind of mechanic where it's like you need to actually get better at, at doing this to execute certain moves. That would be good. Dude, actually, that's a great idea. Uh, having a, um, so I, I know they, they've done this before. Where they have like music based combat and stuff yeah um but we could do something like that that's not like all-encompassing but that that uh has yeah like a music-based um we will call it guitar thing. hero yeah no but like but uh that would actually no, be i like cool. actually i like that a lot like it, it doesn't have um, like you said it doesn't have to be the entire point of the game but instead of having a sword it's just like a couple different styles of guitars and just like you're like you could still have or, everything or like else. or just different instruments like instruments, that could yeah, be your yeah. class the classes of different weapons can be instruments instead yeah. so you could have like you could have like a guitar it's like a, yeah sex yeah you could have like harp like ra different ranges and stuff can be oh, based dude, that'd on be, like that'd be cool have like a double bass it's just like yeah. um and then yeah every time you attack it actually makes us sound and then you can have like like series of of attacks triads, and can make like songs or things or like certain certain maybe certain sound uh certain sounds work better on different yeah different uh bad guys dude that could be the fucking ticket right there and then you could cool. work on all sorts of little easter eggs where it's like if you just play like a song like like you could do like smoke on the water right or uh yeah something like exactly that. And if you just have to play that it just flips I'm everything to like night and there's smoke on the water <laughs> yeah okay that's no, dude that's yeah. a good premise dude. Dude, I actually, yeah, I really like that. I, I think um, having having like timing and sound, or a timing and pitch, be integrated into combat. Right, dude, that that's. And uh, what was the other thing? Try and like that can be a huge theme of it. Um, yeah, that'd be super cool. Okay, maybe we'll run with that idea for a little bit. We'll keep brainstorming. Yeah, and just trying to like. I like that. You know, be like, hey. What we should oh, do, and, and like, yeah. and we can incorporate like <laughs> visuals to it as well, so it's like kind of synesthesia kind of thing, where like, yeah, and have different colors associated with different notes and stuff. And it's, then, and then we, we can like major minor, and then you could like have things be happier, you know, like. Oh, dude, that's actually great. Okay, here's the problem: it, it, you wouldn't, you couldn't do it if you're totally tone deaf, but maybe that's okay. We'll just put on, um, fuck tone deaf people. <laughs> yeah. You can only do this if no, you have but, a good Because we can do it visually, too. We could just, like, have, like, a yeah. note come out look like a happy face or whatever, you know? I, I think that's how we would do it. Or we, we could have, um... Yeah, exactly. Brighter exactly. colors or darker colors, you know? Exactly. And if a person's colorblind, uh, well, and, and they're blind, so we have to make us completely accessible. Like, like maybe just yeah, don't no, play a sound game, you know? <laughs> exactly. Don't play a music-based game <laughs> yeah, if you don't. If you're, if you're, if you're deaf. blind, cuff, <laughs> deaf. <laughs> yeah. Like, one-star review. It's like, I can't if hear anything. <laughs> quadriplegic yeah <laughs> you, you, you can only play this game with your eyes <laughs> yeah um 
No, dude, actually, yeah, I think that's great. Yeah, that's I like that. Let's like this with. is this is the what the brainstorming has to continue. Yeah, I think we should make the podcast maybe a bit of like a dev like blog. Oh, like, dude, we could make the world different genres of music. Oh, that's dope. So you could have like the symphony world that's like really like bright and like heaven, and then you could have like metal that's like super and, like, dark and, and shit. At and the all start the... of the symphony world, like there's just like one or two instruments playing, and then as you progress, it like gets like all the soundtrack. It just gets more and heavier. Fuck yeah! And by the time you get to the full boss, orchestra it's like a for the boss, full, like oh, make the boss dope. like a like an organ or something. Yeah. Oh, dude. All I right. Mean... I think we, we chased gotta, that idea down for a little bit. I think this is, yeah, that's perfect. Okay, what we should do then is I can make a Google Doc. Um, I'll share it with you, and we'll just put, like, some ideas in there. Oh, um, yeah. And, uh, and then that'll basically be the start of, like, the backlog of, like, features or whatever that we want to put in. And then, I mean, we still have to do all the initial stuff, which is why I think if we start with, like, Unity, we get a bunch of that shit out of the way. We're just like, hey, we don't have to spend two months trying to build an engine before we even get to some of the cool stuff we can just like almost jump right in into whatever i'm gonna call it guitar hero because fuck them um or music music hero <laughs> perfect what the fuck is that what kitty um what's your email uh don't say that um <laughs> i just type jude into your email sure. yeah that's right yeah and you were gonna be an editor cool uh, I'll put my notes in here after I... There's no Google account associated with this email address, even though it's a Gmail account. Interesting. For me? Yeah, whatever. Let me know if you don't get that. Was it, did you put .com or .ca? Uh, Gmail.com. Okay. But whatever, we'll, we'll figure that out after. Oh yeah, it says not yeah. Found. interesting. Um, Weird. But, I will uh, just... Here, hold on. Forward to me. <clears throat> uh yeah sure or i'll just email you actually oh yeah that works too so I, oh maybe i don't have yours <laughs> fucking hell mine is just right. my yeah no, no, right. hold, we'll on, hold on hold on boom oh i Ooh. had the full thing spelled out that's why okay there you go okay oh and i also have you okay there you go perfect um sweet what else is going on for you today? You got work today? Um, sort of, yeah. I mean, always, but I'm going to take it kind of easy. We, I'm still, uh, like, waiting for stuff. Play some DRG right now. Um, let me <laughs> check with Catherine. See what her plan is for today. Sounds good. But, uh, um, and then I'll, I'll get back to you. Well, should we wrap it up then, or should we keep chatting? Should we we can. Well, I mean, we can keep chatting if you want. We can keep chatting about something else. Um, what is there to chat about? <laughs> oh, okay. So yeah, we started planning some of the bachelor stuff. Um, unfortunately, a lot oh, yeah. of things. Because what we're like, I, again, you don't really care if it's like a big surprise or secret, do you? Yeah, no, no, no. That's Are fine. you sure you're not just saying that? <laughs> No, I, I do not care. I mean, I already told I, you, it's basically going to be a cabin somewhere, hopefully on a yeah. lake, with maybe some fishing. Um, so anyway, I just invited the boys to a group chat, minus you, um, which I guess probably could just invite you now. But in any case, no, maybe we won't. We'll keep it there. And <laughs> no, uh, so, yeah, I talked to Austin. He's, I was like, oh, yeah, um, we'll probably go, because like an hour is going to be tough to find a spot. Ty did find a, a place up in Postal Lake. I don't know if you ever heard of that. Mm. 
Um, mm-hmm. And they got, so we talked to her, but they were like, oh, we don't take dupe bookings until like November or whatever. Um, okay. So I was a little weary. I was like, hey, I'm going to check some more spots out because I don't want to get to like November and then not be able to find something. Right. Um, but yeah, it sounds like it'll be kind of like a little cabin little thing, you know, maybe do some fishing. I said probably be a few days. Is that what you're expecting as well? Like a couple of days or whatever? A couple of days. A couple of days, yeah. yeah. And I said, if you guys um, like... I was like, if you guys I guess have who, to, I guess whoever, yeah, yeah. I guess yeah. like, I, like I'm down to do a few days, and I'm down and if to do a few days. So, so we can, we can make it up to. And whoever. I imagine Ty's gonna be down to be a few days. It's just yeah, yeah, awesome, totally. Charlie, and people have families and stuff. That's right. Um, and so yeah, so it won't be like way out in the bush. Well, unless we can find a spot like that, but it's gonna be pretty fun, I think. Um, get some cool activities, I think. And and you were thinking in May, right? Yeah, yeah. So like, I, I guess ideally it would be like a week, two weeks before the wedding. Yeah. I guess like second week of May, maybe. Okay, so May second week. Cool. That's perfect because maybe there won't be any fire bands by that point. Yeah. Um. And then door just opened. That's real creepy. <laughs> nope, There's a Catherine throwing messages at me. <laughs> <laughs> messages. <laughs> Secret. Secret messages. She's throwing notes at me. Get off the fucking computer. <laughs> Is that what it says? No, it oh. says do whatever you want. <laughs> that sounds very like passive aggressive, dude. Uh, no, <laughs> do whatever you want. I'm done with you. Uh, that is so funny. Um, she's kind of fun. And then, what does she do? Yeah, yeah. Do you know what she's doing for a bachelor? Bachelorette. I think she'll do something here, probably. So, oh. like, because she's got a bunch of friends here. She's in a sorority, right? So. Oh, right, right, right. She'll do, like, a big thing here, and then... I Actually, I, yeah, I don't know. It's not... That's not me. Yeah. It's not on me. You don't even care? don't even care. No, I... What I, are, like, uh, what kind of fun things? Like she'll have, like, she'll, she'll have, like, a tea thing or something. Ooh. Real crazy. Real <laughs> crazy. Hard <laughs> tea. Blueberry teas. <laughs> Have strippers at the tea party. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they just, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to make something happen there, but I can't. <laughs> My mind's it's too early to think about tea parties and strippers. <clears throat> I'm trying to think, like, because if we go to one of these spots, it'll be kind of like a, like a, like not like a park, but you know, kind of like a managed system where there's gonna be a bunch of other cabins, which I, which is like, okay, whatever. I kind of want to just be like us alone, but um, right, probably won't be able to make that happen. Yeah, that's fine. It doesn't. That, <clears throat> I'm trying to think not... of like things we could do. Like, I would love to do like a little fishing competition. You know, like uh, go out for a few hours, be two boats, me, you, and Ty, and then Jude, Jeremy, and Charlie, or Austin, Jeremy, and Charlie. <laughs> and uh, like, damn, I'm, I'm on both boats. Yeah, <laughs> you're on both boats at the same time. Whoever catches the most fish wins. What do they win? I like that. It's a surprise. Um, they win know. a fish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They win the the the, gold, pro, the give filleting. Give a goldfish. <laughs> yeah. Give them a goldfish. That's hilarious. Here's some, res- here's some responsibility. <laughs> yeah. You have to take care of this goldfish until it dies. <laughs> like it's actually just a terrible thing. Um, that'd be fun. Um, fireworks would be pretty dope. It'd be cool if we get some paintball guns, but that sounds really difficult. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just yeah, keep it. Don't definitely keep it cheap. Well, yeah, that'd be the goal. It'd just be like a bunch of cheap, fun things to do. That's basically what our childhood was. <laughs> exactly. We were too poor to do anything. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it'd be kind of cool if there crazy. was like a lot of walks nearby. 
Oh, like a little yeah, it'd be nice adventure. if there's a hike. Yeah, okay. Here's a hike up. Yeah. There is this place um, that I've been camping to up the connector or whatever. It's like an hour and a half away from Kona. Um, mm-hmm. But that was really nice. Kind of like, like the downside is like you can't schedule anything. So it's like the first come, first serve. So I might take like the whole week off and just like go set up a tent to be like, fuck off, and then just come back to town. Um, right. Be like that. And then we'd have the whole lake to ourselves essentially. And then there's shitloads of heights around it. That'd be kind of fun. That'd be cool. And then we'd be like in the bush. But then we'd have to camp. Yeah, it does. It really doesn't. Yeah. I mean, we could though. It doesn't have to be a cabin. Cabin. Although I guess every I guess everybody would need yeah I guess everyone would need tents. Just in the end of the world, you get like fifty bucks, buy like a four yeah, true. Or whatever. But then they would need like sleeping bags and shit, and may it be kind of cold, so <laughs> cabin's probably the easiest. Yeah, probably. Uh, okay, we'll keep thinking on it. Yeah, actually, even fishing rods. I don't think everyone's got fishing rods. Well, if we go to one of these lakes, that'll all be there, I think. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, I got a couple though. Ty, I have a couple probably. Yeah, I think I can probably bring one. Yeah, I'd figure that. Like, we'd figure that out. They'd have stuff to rent, I'm sure. Um, cool. Yeah. Hmm, cool. So that means you'll just be flying down. Oh, I guess the wedding will be in Cologne, so you probably just stay in Cologne until that, eh? Hey? Yep. Nice, nice, nice. Yep, yep. Chaz got evacuated, eh? Really? From Fintry? Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, I, I, he wasn't even there. He was he's in, on the coast or something. But right. but uh, oh, his man. his his brand new property. <laughs> oh, so wait for that to burn. <laughs> <laughs> Is it on um, fire or no? No, no, I don't think so. But he, he just like yeah. I guess they they have the different like levels of right um, alert or whatever. But well, even like in the big fires like in Peachland, like they were even in Peachland, but we got evacuated a few times. And I think it's just like if this is burning my house down, it's gonna burn down like all of Peachland. So it's like that would yeah, be a pretty exactly, big exactly. deal, you know? Yeah, or I like don't I, Rosa. I, Yeah, I think we got evacuated for that one. But never got anywhere close to our house. Like you could right. see flames from our place, but it was still so far away. Right. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah. It actually did it looked like a freaking like atomic bomb had gone off. It was nuts. Yeah, no, everything's red. Yeah, and there's just like planes flying in and out of this massive smoke plume. Like the smoke plume just looked like something apocalyptic. You can't even like. I remember taking pictures of it and being like, "Nah, no one's gonna be able to even understand what I'm looking at. This is so crazy." Yeah, it's uh It's actually such a. Even when you look at like the smoke, like that's happening in the valley, it's it's actually kind of scary because it's like, like this is you can't escape this, you know, unless you run like all the way to fucking Banff or whatever, or like you know where i am and it's still smoky over here even um and it's kind of like eerie which is like because like at a certain point that smoke will just kill you you know like it's really not good for you to be in that so it's just like yeah. wow it's crazy i think that there's nothing you can do unless unless you run away from your home to get into like a better air quality right. real real scary like actually <laughs> yeah is it smoky over there uh no, not at all. You ever get smoke or no? No. I guess you guys probably have a lot. <laughs> I haven't rain. seen. I haven't seen any. Yeah, we, it's actually, it has been raining a lot. It's dry. A fart and a windstorm over here. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing comes our way. Right. 
Ugh. Uh, I was just sorry. I'm, now I'm thinking about this like music game idea. It's gonna be <laughs> in the background all the time. But uh, it'd be cool if you if like the soundtrack for each area that like yeah. the weapon you're using is like the main instrument in the, the like song. playing the melody. Like the background music. Yeah. That's yeah. Dope. So it can be like you can have the same melody but just switch the instrument. Oh yeah, cool. and then yeah yeah yeah. That'd be that'd be really cool. Yeah, and you could have like, what are some typical so bands? So you're like, so like you're not just customizing your character, but you're customizing the soundtrack yeah, as you go. The environment. Right? Yeah, that's be pretty cool. What is like some some memes of like musicians? Like I know band players never get women. Is that the thing? Like all the NPC girls will just run away whenever a band player shows up on the map. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like a. Uh guitarists get all the women and bass players don't i don't know there's there's like a few uh it's like some um, crazy that like piano players are gay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's a few like stereotypes that are like i, I don't know if the, the piano music will just be like flamboyant like <laughs> <laughs> yeah whatever that's actually such a good idea um well not that piano players are gay but you know like that <laughs> the game idea <laughs> Yeah. It'd be such uh, a unique game. You know, I don't know if there's ever really been one that's been so like alike to that. There's yeah, I'm trying a few, to think of but Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of anyone's done that specifically. Like definitely not from the past little bit, and definitely not anything that's gotten really big. We are taking yeah. out of this, dude. Take it out of this, this geez, cruel cr- world. Take it, it, it out of these careers. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a new chair uh, too? It is, yeah. Seeger Labs? No, I got it on Amazon. Oh, it's just like a... Good. It is quite nice, though. Yeah. Um, I don't actually remember what brand it is, but... Probably fits somewhere. my aesthetic. White and it's black. It'd <laughs> just be all black. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, my computer's white, man. Oh, right, right, right. I like it. It looks nice. It does look nice. I still like... I don't know like how I feel about RGB. I think I kind of hate it, actually, but... Kind of a um, bit extra. Yeah. The only RGB I have on it is like the there's there's some that's like part of the, like the graphics card the graphics and part card. of the gra- and part of the motherboard. I'm and saying. then I just got um I got three extra fans cuz oh, the nice. case only came with two so now yeah. I have five. Um so I have like three input fans on the front that are RGB. Oh sweet. I just made them like purple. The one thing I like point about the graphics card is I think um, mine changes color based on the temperature of the card. Like if it's red, I know it's like really hot. If it's green, like that's neat. blue, I think it's all right. That's cool. Could be making that up, but I'm pretty sure that's how it works. I think I, yeah, I can control mine. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm sure there, that's cool. And maybe there's like a temperature option. Should mine on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is it like profit? Yeah. Yeah, like, it's almost always worth it, um, and depending on your electricity, like, if I go ETH calculator, um, especially right now, I think the price of Ethereum is up quite a bit, price. Yeah, whoa, wow, that's, oh, nice, really high, actually. What's so, um, my, what is in, what is entailed for that, like, is it a lot of big setup, really or is, no, 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 I could, it's just a program you download? Yeah, there's two things that you need. One is um, the mining client, which is really easy. 
well then you need like a wallet which isn't difficult mm-hmm. to set up either um and then you can basically just do it with that but the thing is is like you want to optimize your card so that you don't kill it because like it's your also your main card right um, right so i download this other program called the msi afterburner which you might have a similar one on your pc it's just like an overclocking system or whatever mm-hmm. and you just want to dial your fans in a little bit um so like my fans beat my fans run at 58 percent, so like they're not like super loud or whatever um, but it keeps my machine at like 66 to like 70 degrees celsius um so the whole thing is keeping your if you because a graphics card will start to burn out once it gets like 80 and it runs at 80 for like a while that's what like all the miners do is they just run up super high and then they kill their cards anywhere under 70 you're running pretty you'll be able to do that forever essentially because a game is usually around 70 okay um, and then you you under you you like maximum you you over volt or whatever the overclock the ram on the on the card which is like uh increases the um efficiency uh, which increases like the temperature, so it's all just like a balance of that. But I can show you; it's really easy to get it set up. Uh, so cool. right now, my thing is because I'm recording. It's like oh, and when you're gaming too, you you turn it off because like you're not gonna mine anything because it's using. Yeah. So card. can you can you just turn on and off the mining? Yeah. Any super easy. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, it's just like a script that runs; it continually runs. Um. So 52 at 0.15. So my profit after all. Um. Uh. Um, energy costs and all that stuff is about $90 a month um, right now. So, Not bad. Now it's based on the price of Ethereum. So it's up really high right now, right? So everybody's making a lot of money because what you get <clears throat> what you get paid out in is Ethereum. So if I was mm-hmm. to get paid out on this right now, um, you know, my, th- like they pay you 0.05 Ethereum, which um, is equated to like 250 bucks right now. But when it's down, it's usually about like 150 or whatever. So right. your profit changes, but I like you're almost always making profit. Um, it might just be like fifty dollars a month versus a hundred dollars a month or whatever. When it was really right. high, I was making like um, like one hundred and fifty dollars a month essentially. And at that point, you're like, oh shit, this is actually quite quite decent. Mm-hmm. Um, and you only get paid out once you get like to that zero point zero five. So it does take like a three four weeks of mining one one machine to get to get a payout from the the mining pool um but you know it's typical and so and it's pretty safe like i've left it running for like a week straight when i wasn't even here you know i typically run it all the time every time it just takes a bit of a hit when you game or when i'm recording and streaming this podcast so um, right but it's really simple to do I'll show you how to do it um if it was something you're interested in yeah totally it doesn't matter to me <clears throat> um yeah. No, I mean, I might as well whenever I'm not doing anything. If it's... Yeah. Like, even even just working, I'd run it. It's like, fuck it, why yeah. not? Like, it doesn't... You really don't... And, and like, because I game so little, it's like, I'm not even using my card, so it's like, I might as well use it. Um, mm-hmm. And it's pretty safe temperatures I'm running it at, so... Right. Dope. Yeah. Profit per year, $1,000 at this rate. Usually I'm at 63 mega hashes, which would be about 110 bucks a month or $1,300 a year. So it actually adds up quite a bit over, you know. Yeah, it does. A little bit. Pretty much one Ethereum <clears throat> per year. And that's one. So then, uh, so can you, like, what do you do with Ethereum though? Like, do you, can you exchange it for money? Yeah, you can. Or do yeah. you? Um, 
So I'm assuming that's what that money is. That's what that corresponds to. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Is dollars if you were to cash it out. I just keep it all in crypto right now. Like I just keep it all right. in Ethereum or I transfer it to BNB or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so like with Ethereum, you, you would, so you basically have a wallet, you open up a wallet somewhere. So I have mine, like my Ether wallet, right? That gives you an address. In the script or whatever, the only thing you have to do is just put where it sends Ethereum to. So that's what you, so you get your myetherwallet.com address and you put it in that script. So now it, when it mines, it attributes all of your energy towards that wallet. You could put my wallet in yours and it would mine an account towards my, my right, right, right. So that's, that's really important. It's like, you just make sure you have that put there. Once you're right. mining, once you get paid out, the mining pool will send a transaction of 0 0.05 or whatever to that wallet, my ether wallet. Now you can't really do a whole lot on that network, that my ether wallet. But what you do, so what I do is I open up, I have another wallet at Binance, and this is getting kind of into more of a crypto space. But Binance is more of a like a big, big traded network, so it's got a bunch of other cryptos. Like that's where you get all the shit coins and stuff like that, right? right? The meme stuff. Um, but mm -hmm. it's also what a lot of companies use for like um, you know trading into USD and all that kind of stuff as well. So then I transfer the Ethereum that I mined from my Ether wallet into Binance, and now that's Ethereum's in that wallet. And from there, it's got the whole network of just swapping. So then you just swap Ethereum to put Bitcoin if you wanted to, and then you got Bitcoin there. Um, and so if you really want to get to like the shit stuff, like the meme coins or whatever, you do another trade from that into like MetaMask or whatever, um, which is like another wallet. So I've got like three wallets or whatever. Um, and then that you can use on PancakeSwap. And so there's quite a bit of a, of a jump to get into like the shittier, shittier coins, which is basically penny stocks. <laughs> Um, and so I right. got a bit of that, but mostly I just keep it in BNB, which is the Binance um, stuff that holds its value, you know, just as Bitcoin does. It just tracks Bitcoin essentially. Right. Um, but uh, yeah. And you, you, you can't just get your Ethereum directly into that or that, that's like a separate ecosystem, I guess. You just try. So basically, um, like my Ether wallet and Binance, they both trade Ethereum, right? Mm -hmm. So you just send Ethereum to one to the other. And then Binance also trades Bitcoin, da, 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 da. so you can just transfer your, your Ethereum into Bitcoin, or you can transfer your Ethereum into um, BNB tokens, which um, is like, it's, it's real complicated, but I, I don't really fully understand it, but basically you transfer it into, like all the shit coins track essentially Ethereum, like they're on the Ethereum smart network or whatever, um, mm -hmm. and I'm butchering this, but so, you just need like tokens of that. So it's kind of strange how it works. Right. Um, but um, what, what is Ethereum again? Like who developed it or who who's in charge of that? Um, or who started it? I'm not sure. You know? Ethereum. What was its, its uh, original purpose? Like, like why, why, why did that one? Uh... Um, yeah, it's a, it's a different way of doing it. Um, <clears throat> digital money and community development. Uh, I can't remember what the main selling point of it is. Um, okay. Why is Ethereum? Uh, yeah, there's like smart contracts and decentralized apps. Um, hmm. But like they're basically the same as bitcoin they just have different like underlying like algorithm principles or whatever okay um i think like bitcoin only has like so many and ethereum has like a different way of doing that or whatever 
Um, right. But <clears throat> Ethereum is like, so like the whole thing about like Binance or whatever is like there's this Binance smart chain. Um, and that's like what all the shit coins get traded into. So like, which basically tracks Ethereum. So you use Ethereum to get a bunch of these, these other like NFT tokens and all that other kind of stuff as well. Um, right. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I could, uh, I mean, fuck, I could try to do it right now. <laughs> that's something you want to do. But, um, I will meet up with you in a bit. I have, we have a, there's a person coming over to talk about training our dog. Your dog. Yeah. Like the old dog. The old dog. See, we can teach him some, basically we just want him to like walk with us. <laughs> ah, I see. Um, can he walk? <laughs> yeah, he can. He just chooses not to. <laughs> awesome. Ah, yeah, basically like, I think it's, it's good for him, so. Right. Well, um, let's wrap this podcast up because uh, we've been all over the place. But takeaways, the game, awesome ideas, I think, is coming out of that. It's always interesting how brainstorming sessions work like that, you know? It's just like, yeah, you don't totally. really know what to talk about, and then all of a sudden you're like, man, we got an idea now. Um, and then it just builds like crazy yeah. from there. It accelerates. Yeah. Um, anything you would like to say to the audience of Jesse? The floor is uh, yours. Um, uh, it, uh, 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 yeah. Joking on his mom's spaghetti. That. All right. That's all for this episode of the, the Jude, Jude and Ty, Ty podcast. podcast.